In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I hope you all had a blessed Christmas and that you have been enjoying uh, the Lessons and Carols service today. And I'm so grateful for all the musicians and all the readers so we could put this on. The Book of Occasional Services is uh, sort of semi-adamant about the fact that a sermon is not a normal part of this service. Uh, I guess they don't want some long-winded preacher coming along and messing up the story of the incarnation and all the wonderful music. Uh, but as you can see from the heading below, this is a homily and not a sermon. So there you go, short sermon. Um, but I thought it was important, especially to just wrap up the amazing reality of, of what this this event is as God has burst forth into the world, that the word of God has been made flesh and that God has come to his people to deliver them and to set them free from, from bondage that um, to show them once and for all that the enemy is not uh, Rome, but the enemy is sin and death. And you can continue fighting wars forever against uh, political opponents. And you can continue to clash with your enemies. But instead, um, the Prince of Peace has burst into the world to bring forth new life and new light to all who choose to receive it. And this is the glory of this story that God has chosen to dwell with us, to come and to be one of us, to walk in our shoes, to face temptation, to face strife, to face relationships, to understand love and joy and sorrow and pain, and to truly dwell with us so that we now who are filled with the Spirit of God, who've been chosen by God, who've accepted God's love and God's grace can share that same incarnational presence of God when we encounter those around us. This is why one of the things that gets said oftentimes is you just have to be present. You don't have to say anything. Really, this is probably one of the most brutal aspects of the pandemic because we can say lots of things over Zoom, we can say lots of things on the telephone, we can say lots of things via email, but we can't just be present, holding a hand, wrapping an arm, just being there for one another, bringing forth that incarnational power and presence of Jesus Christ to the world. Because this is, truly the the most um, powerful part of this passage. And, and just for um, looking at John's prologue, the last reading that we read, that the true light, which gives light to the world, is coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. 
There's a powerful invitation that we can become children of God. And imagine the the rejection in some ways that that happens for for those who who he chose to go to first, the household and and people of Israel, the chief priests, those who should should recognize him, the Pharisees, the scribes, um, who should have been voices um, to all of the people that he knew. It's you know the image that I have of of this of this rejection is is sort of like a, a father, a parent who goes. Um, after a hard day of work and goes home and he walks up the driveway, he walks up his sidewalk and he heads to the front door. And he finds the door locked. And he types in the code and the, the code is wrong. I don't understand. So he, he texts, maybe he sends a text to his family, knocks on the door. Let me in. It's me. I'm your dad, let me in. And they just like go away. They don't do anything. This is sort of what what this image is of this of this rejection of those who should should know the living God who's come to be present with him to bring forth the the love and grace and power of God, the promised Messiah, the, the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel, God with us, the sign told to by the prophet Isaiah to Ahaz so long ago. And yet it's not. But the good news is that to all who choose to receive that all who choose to be recognized as God's children, he, he gives the power to become children. And this isn't anything, right, that, that is amazing that you have to do. It's like sitting on Christmas morning and somebody gives you a present and says, this is for you. What do you have to do other than open it, receive it, accept it? I mean, you could throw it, I suppose, off. You could push it away from the person who's offering it, but there's nothing you have to do. And in the same way, this is with God. God gives you the power to become his children if we just received the gift of Jesus who's come to dwell with us. And that's amazing. There's nothing that we that we extra that we have to do. We like to, to do confirmation class in the Episcopal Church and catechism and new members classes and all of these 
things to become an Episcopalian, and that's great. But to become a child of God, you have to do nothing other than receive the gift that God has given you in Jesus Christ. For all who receive Jesus, for all who receive him, God has given power that they become his children. Not born the will of man, nor of the will of flesh, but of God. Today we celebrate again that Jesus has come to us, that God has chose to dwell with his people, that we have become children of God, and everyone that we encounter can become a child of God. If they just receive this gift that's offered to them, May you have a blessed, joyous Christmas season. Amen.